You're listening to Project Thought with Hannah Yeo. Edward called me and said, there's this guy called Tony Poir, very well-to-do gentleman, very successful in business, but he's giving all that up for Malaysian politics. I first met Tony at the DP Youth Networking event. I attended it alone as I couldn't find anyone who wanted to go with me. Tony shared about how he quit his corporate career to join politics and to make a difference. And due to his qualifications, he was appointed the economic advisor to the DAP Secretary General. He told me of his plans to launch a new community and service centre serving the residents of the Greater Petaling Jaya. He needed members to form a new branch called the DAP Damansara branch. Fortunately for him, I had already decided that I wanted to channel my frustrations with the current government into actionable actions. I thought to myself, if I wanted to change policies, I must become a policymaker myself or support other policymakers of which I agreed or loved their ideas. As there was not enough members to form the branch, I, in my passion, started to recruit more DP members. And Hannah was one of them who responded and decided to support the cause and join together as members. With our membership forms in hand, I set up a meeting with Tony to introduce Hannah to him as well as to hand those forms in. I went along with Edward to Kalana Jaya and I was looking around, very eager to meet this Tony Poir. And Tony Poir was there with a backpack, like a schoolboy. And I say in my mind, this can't be the well-to-do businessman, right? Tony didn't say much, introduced himself, gave us the form and said, oh, it's very simple. This is how you can serve. This is how you can join the Damansara branch. I felt at that time, the fact that Tony Pua was speaking to me in English, I felt that, okay, I belong to this DAP party already because my uncle served in MCA. Growing up in a sekolah kebangsaan, I was always reminded the fact that I'm not Chinese enough because I don't know Mandarin. And so I rule out joining any race-based parties that will require me to speak in their mother tongue. I felt very comfortable with the DAP and also that realization that all this while my parents supported Lim Kit Siang Kapal saying this is the right party and it clicked for me. That's how I got involved with the DAP. And up to that point, I didn't know anything about politics, the structure, the system. I just joined the DAP to support Edward and now to be one of the numbers for Tony Poir to form a branch. I remember going to some meetings for Tony Poir's service centre to be launched. He needed help with logistics, like arranging for food and drinks. And I was in events at a time. And so I said, okay, I can take care of the kueh. I can order. I can arrange decorations. I can do that. That's how I served. That was my only involvement. I remember during the launch of his service centre, he invited a few politicians. I remember meeting Lim Guan Ng, En Yong, the Selangor state chairman at the time, and also Nuru Iza. Lim Guan Ng to me at that time, in my head, this is a man who went to prison because of the news I read. Guan Ying raised an issue those days about how a politician had violated a young schoolgirl and Guan Ying was sent to prison because of that claim. Don't think that if you arrest her, you will kill our spirit. We will fight on. Let us create this new Malaysia, this new dawn we are looking for, and let us move forward. Those were the kind of memories I had. And that's all I knew about politics at the time. 
I played my role by arranging for food and drinks. I believe Tony Paul was quite happy. The food and drinks were quite presentable for the opening of his service centre. The night before the service centre was opened, he ordered some new plastic chairs. It was just us arranging those chairs. I remember seeing Tony Paul rolling up his sleeves, removing all the plastic covers from every single chair. And I thought, okay, this party I can relate, you know, it's for the ordinary men and women. There's no grand event company, red carpet, doing big kind of launches. This is really a well-to-do man wanting to serve his country, giving up his career. And I thought, okay, I can relate to this. Giving up Australia, my dream of working overseas and coming home and do whatever I can. I, I, I felt I could relate to this party and the leader that I was serving at that time. In the next episode, Hannah tells us how she went straight from expecting to vote for the first time to running for elections for the first time. You've been listening to Project Thought with Hannah Yeo. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and click the bell icon to be notified of future episodes.